0: The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the sixth chapter. Jesus said, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. The Jews then disputed among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? So Jesus said to them, As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever feeds on me, he also will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not as the fathers ate and died. Whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. Jesus said these things in the synagogue as he taught at Capernaum. When many of his disciples heard it, they said, Do you want to go away as well? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. This is the gospel of the Lord.
1: In the holy name of Jesus, amen. I don't think that anybody has ever said that wisdom is overrated. You might criticize conventional wisdom or the wisdom of the crowd, but that's only because they're not genuine wisdom. True wisdom is always highly praised. It's just like a couple of weeks ago when Jesus said that his Father gives true bread from heaven, and even his skeptics replied, Sir, give us this bread always. Wisdom is as obviously good as a constant supply of bread. It's helpful, though, to be just a bit more specific. Wisdom isn't just some grand notion or some nice thought. It's very practical, in fact. Think about it this way. Think about wisdom as perspective and foresight. Perspective helps you to see what is and isn't important. And foresight helps you to know how things will play out. Perspective is gained, for instance, in those moments when you realize that the world is far bigger than you had thought. And foresight is that feeling that you've seen this before and you know what's going to happen next. Perspective lets you see the big picture. And foresight lets you see beyond the present moment. And these are obviously good things. And when you see the portrait of wisdom painted in Proverbs 9, you really have to wonder why anyone would not pursue wisdom. Why wouldn't you accept the invitation to this beautiful house and this lavish feast prepared? Who would say no to wisdom? Then again, Proverbs is full of invitations from wisdom. Solomon seems to think that we must be reminded and encouraged and exhorted to pursue wisdom because for some reason, we do not lay hold of it. For some reason, when the rubber meets the road, we are inclined to choose the invitation of folly over the invitation of wisdom. It's not that you think to yourself, I don't really want wisdom, but you may find yourself faced with what appears to be a better offer. That better offer is what Solomon calls simplicity. It is the easy way. It isn't simplicity in the sense of leading an uncomplicated, uncluttered, non-busy, peaceful life. Those are good things. It's simplicity as in immaturity, naivety, shallowness, It is skating across the surface of life, taking things for granted, and never trying to get better. For the fool, there is no need to get better because everything is already great. For the fool, the only thing that matters is getting swept along by what everyone else does, or what you're supposed to do, or what feels right, or what's easy. What happens then is a tragic case of missing the forest for the trees. It's getting caught up in things that finally don't matter. If you lack perspective and foresight, then little things seem big and big things seem little and you cannot see beyond the present moment. But the danger of neglecting wisdom is not just that you might miss out on the important stuff in life. It's actually much graver than that, because there are really two kinds of wisdom, worldly wisdom and godly wisdom. Worldly wisdom is the perspective and foresight that span this life even, but finally stop at death. Worldly wisdom is good for success and happiness and accomplishment, And you can see all kinds of folks who have worldly wisdom, who have the perspective and the foresight needed to do well in life. But worldly wisdom cannot see beyond this world or past the grave. On the other hand, godly wisdom is not just having 80 or 90 years in view, but eternity. It's not just having success and happiness in view, but righteousness and holiness. This is what Jesus meant when he said a few weeks ago, do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life. The reason everyone loves the food that perishes is because it's attainable. You can fill your cupboards and you can fill your stomachs and be proud of your work. But remember what God said in the parable about the man who thought that he had it made. He said this, fool, Tonight your soul is required of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? But ultimately, it isn't just disappointment about lost time that the fool suffers, because what you miss in simplicity is much, much bigger. What you miss in simplicity is nothing less than the love of God. A shallow life means a shallow understanding of God's love. This is really the key. Think about it this way. If the most important things in your life are driving a nice car, or owning a nice house, or having a great job, or retiring down south, if it's all of the transient things, the things that don't last, that pull you across the surface of life, then you can never see how big God's love is. If the biggest things in your sight are Little League trophies or diplomas or vacations, then your sight is too narrow ever to perceive the breadth and the length and the height and the depth of God's love. You cannot know the love that surpasses knowledge because your perspective is too small and you're not looking into eternity. That is why Solomon urges you to seek wisdom, It's not to make you all philosophers or to satisfy your curiosity, but so that you can comprehend the love of God. And here's how that works. Godly wisdom begins with the fear of the Lord, which is about perspective and foresight. Jesus put it this way, Don't fear those who can kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both body and soul in hell. To fear God is to understand that all of your actions happen in view of his eternal judgment seat, that nothing is hidden which will not be known. Nothing is in the dark which will not be brought to light. But even more, and most importantly, to fear God is to be stopped in your tracks, to be pulled up short, When you hear him say, as he does here every week, do not be afraid. For your father who cares for the sparrows and numbers the hairs on your head has sent his son to save you from sin and death. Like watching a movie that you've seen before, the fear of God is to know how this story is going to end. God has promised you eternal life, and he is going to deliver it. That perspective and foresight, that beginning of wisdom, that fear of God, changes the way you live. You can no longer just skate across the surface of life, taking things for granted, convinced that everything is just fine. You can no longer be swept along by what you're supposed to do or what everyone else does or what feels right or what's easiest. Your life has eternal significance. So set your mind on things above not on earthly things. Pursue righteousness and holiness and love. St. Paul puts it this way. Try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Look carefully how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, understanding what the will of the Lord is. Seek wisdom. Hear and believe His word, which makes you wise for salvation and do not be afraid. To strengthen you along the way, Jesus feeds you with the bread that he gives for the life of the world. Be filled and satisfied by this rich and lavish feast which he has prepared for you, which wisdom himself has prepared for you even today. That food that Christ gives does not perish, but lasts to eternal life, and so also will you. In the holy name of Jesus, Amen.